From conversations about everything from violin making to hiking, Hear Me Now is driven by the curiosity of young people in Ogden, Utah. This podcast is a production of KUER in partnership with Nurture the Creative Mind. We've handed over the microphone to local teens so they can interview someone about a topic they care about. Let's dive in. I'm Ethan Wintel. I've always wondered how my hometown of Ogden has developed into what we know it as today. Ogden is a place now known for its unique artistic culture, connections, and possibilities. But it hasn't always been that way. In fact, Ogden has changed drastically in just the past decade. To uncover more about this mysterious development, I talked with two people who helped make Ogden what it is today. My name is Kim Bauscher, and I'm the executive director of the Ogden Downtown Alliance. I'm Jared Allen, and a bit of a serial entrepreneur. So I think one of the main things that caught my attention in coming back to Utah, I was originally from Brigham City, but I moved away for years doing design work at various ad agencies around the country. And then I just started buying and restoring properties in Ogden. I just shifted and started taking like that design eye and putting it towards properties. And through that, bought a building that made sense to do a bar that was like the type I was missing uh, in Denver. So our bar alleged is very much like a lower downtown Denver bar. It's got, you know, multiple levels and the big open air rooftop and that sort of thing. And then uh, through that, I kind of got into booking music a little bit just for the bar, but at a small level. But the artists I wanted to book were much bigger than what my bar could do and partnered up with Christy McBride at Ogden City Amphitheater and uh, said, yeah, let's do a Twilight series just like they're doing in Salt Lake, but let's do it in uh, Thursdays in June instead of uh, Thursdays in July and August. And uh, initially when we started the series, we had two goals. And one was uh, Christy had just taken over the Ogden Amphitheater. And I guess we really wanted to activate that space. We wanted that venue to start getting utilized because it is such a great space. It's a beautiful venue. And then in doing so, hopefully get on the radar of national booking agents. So hopefully big artists and tours will start routing through. Because every night there's a concert in town that's hotels full, that's restaurants and bars full, that's Airbnbs and, and Uber drivers. That's everybody. It's a, it brings a ton of money to the community. And so that was goal number one. And then goal number two was essentially to treat this concert series as the bait to lure people up from Salt Lake to see just how cool Ogden has become. Like, I don't think we sold out a show for the, for the first three years, but we started selling out shows in 2018. And now we do, yeah, 10 shows. And the last couple of years, we've sold out seven or eight shows of the 10 each year. And so, yeah, we, we, we sold over 70,000 tickets this last year. So you'd say it brings the community together and this like make us all proud type thing? Definitely. The shows are like overwhelmingly positive too. I don't know if it's just... The, the soft ticket thing that the tickets are so cheap and man, our audiences are so, I mean, there, we had one show with Rufus Dussol a few years ago where they're cheering so loud and so long. I don't know how they just kept getting louder and louder, <laughs> but the, the artists finally like had to stop them. Like, if you don't stop, we are going to have to cut the show short. Like we're not going to get to play all the songs we'd like to play. <laughs> and I'd never seen that at a show before, but yeah, they're very, very generous fans. I moved here in 2011, same as Jared. I got to be a part of a group that actually developed the Downtown Alliance. And so we've been in operation since 2016. So the Downtown Alliance is a nonprofit. We're a 501c3. Our office manages 37 weeks of live programming in the downtown. So we put on our farmer's market. That's about 300 vendors every Saturday for 20 weeks of the summer. 
Our biggest event that we do is in September. It's called Harvest Moon. We had 35,000 people here this year. Then we do some really tiny concerts where there's maybe 50 people there, and it's much more intimate feel on a Wednesday night. What kind of made you guys push a lot of the events that happen in Ogden? Yeah, I would say we both had things that we were maybe critical of and asking a lot of questions about, but I think both of us came from a place of things that we wanted in our own lives and didn't necessarily exist here. And so instead of being this negative space, we really took into this creative mode and built things that were community and opportunities we wanted to exist for us, but we invited a lot of people in. I was maybe a little bit critical of some of our live music offerings in town. I believe it was uh, Kim Bouchard that kind of challenged me to take that on and it kind of sat in the back of the head and we just kept pushing the idea a little further. So something where you guys are really like taking charge and instead of like complaining about the community, you actually went and changed it. I mean, the outdoor access here is incredible and and so many other opportunities, but uh, culturally we felt that, yes, we were missing some things from where we'd last, you know, lived. Yeah, for sure. And I think that being from out of the area, we had this completely different perspective. So there were people here that maybe had this negative perception of the community and we couldn't believe how amazing all the opportunities here were and the access to recreation. And, you know, we just wanted to add that culture and vibrancy along with art. One thing that was really cool is that we did have these ideas and there was an open door for us to bring them in and people that came along and supported. We met a lot of really cool people in that. And I think both of us have built entire lives here based on the work that we've pursued, but it doesn't feel like work. It feels like our life. For sure. I've told a lot of people, like, I love my job. And they just laugh and they say, you are your job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So what would you guys say was like the most distinct difference from Ogden when you first got here to Ogden how it is now? I would say overall perception. The perception from outside the state was good. This is a cool area, great skiing, really cool architecture, old bones of these historic buildings there. But within the state, you know, Salt Lake and other communities had kind of turned their nose up at Ogden. We were kind of, you know, the redheaded stepchild to some degree that, oh, Ogden's the hood or trashy or what have you. But I would say in this dozen years or so that we've been doing stuff up here, that perception's changed completely, that Ogden's kind of the cool spot. And uh, people love coming up here and hitting our historic Main Street or coming up to the concerts or the farmer's markets or any any number of things. But all of a sudden, we're this destination that people want to come visit and not this place they wanted to avoid. We actually have a framed post-it note in our office that someone just hand wrote on it says, um, is Ogden cool now? Question mark. And I saved that because we had an open house for the community and, and people came from... Provo and Orem and Salt Lake Valley, all the way up to like Brigham City. And when we were displaying all the things that happened, whether through our office or third party, just in the community, they're like, whoa, wait a minute. When did this happen? And they're like, have this major FOMO, like Ogden's cool. And we didn't even know. So when we first came here, we got plugged into the people who were already doing. It was a pretty tight small group. And now I just feel like there's ideas and people exploding in every direction. There's people creating events and art opportunities. And there's so many things where it felt like we had to create something out of nothing. And now I'm like, there's things that I have to miss out on now. What advice do you think you could give someone who, let's say, is in a community or somewhere where they really are, feel like they don't have power? Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to them of what they could do to change their community maybe? We've been on both sides of it now, right? Like we were originally kind of this complainy, maybe angsty, younger group. But then 
I think we learned to come to a place where we were excited about opportunity instead of critical of what was. Um, You know, you're always going to have negative feedback, but if you have ideas, I think being really cognizant of the voice that you bring to the table when you're demonstrating those and have it be constructive. And what are you willing to do to change it? And I think that sets a different tone than just coming and saying like, well, that's lame and I don't like it. My community's boring, whatever. We say in our internal circles a lot, you got to show up with your shovel. If you want to do something, you need to be able to get out and actually dig in and do the work. And if you're willing to do that, I think a lot of things will come together for you. Agreed. I met Jared because he had just bought the um, building that is now alleged and he had this idea for a bar and it sounded crazy. And then also I want to start this, you know, music series and it was just this crazy, you know, big, big idea. But then one day we were all together sitting on the top of alleged. We're like sitting in the space that was the idea before. And I think that is a wow moment for me. Hey, like, this was just a thought bubble and now we're actually physically sitting here. And I feel that when I go to twilight, you know, I get goosebumps being there because that was just an idea. And there's thousands of people who are in that same space with us, but probably have no idea where that even started or how much work it took to put that there. And so I think that too. Where do each of you guys want Ogden to be in five years? I think when I first moved here, downtown really felt like it was one street and maybe just two blocks of that street. And we've worked really hard to have the concept of downtown be more inclusive, but it's even pushing out of those boundaries right now. So we've like picked up the river and we're moving west into West Ogden and absorbing that. And if I could put a ribbon on it, it's just that downtown experience is, that is an event. That's the outing. I'd say for me, something we didn't think about 10 years ago, but we are thinking about now is this destination stewardship concept that, well, wow, there's so many people coming here now. How do we do that in a way that it's sustainable growth and we're not crowding people on the trails, we're not crowding people on the ski slopes or any number of things that we can do this in a way that we don't lose our quality of life, but we're continuing to increase the quality of life. Do you guys have any wisdom you want to leave us off with? would say, yeah, if you're wanting to do something in life, and uh, just pursue your passion. If you're, if you're passionate about it, it's honestly more often than not, not going to feel like work. Sometimes you're going to hit roadblocks here and there that really make it feel like work. But if you're passionate about it and you love it, whether it's music or art or what have you, you're going to have a great time. You're going to find success. Like, just go for it. Kim and Jared, thank you so much for coming today. It was a great conversation. I learned a lot and you guys are both amazing people. And I'm looking forward to what you guys come up with for Ogden. I'm so excited. Awesome. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you. I appreciate it. So what all this really does come down to is opportunities don't happen. You create them. Thanks again to Kim Bauscher and Jared Allen for talking with me for this episode of Hear Me Now. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at KUER.org. This podcast is a production of KUER in collaboration with Nurture the Creative Mind in Ogden, Utah. Nurture the Creative Mind is led by Amir Jackson. Our Hear Me Now team for this season included Izzy Felix, Ethan Wintel, Christian Rogers, and Jackson Feldbauer. Course instruction and editing by Trisha Bobita and Joel Meyer of Podcast Mountain. Local support for the Hear Me Now podcast was generously provided by George and Mary Hall and the Emma Eccles Jones Foundation. Thanks for listening.